One hour. No agenda. And working on the second glass of whatever. That's when the evening gets interesting. When the stories and thoughts spill out. Like a work week too full that tips over and the pent-up laughter pours out. These are the unguarded thoughts and opinions, the anecdotes and antics, the conversations that just fucking happen on a Thursday night when you're two beers in. Now, here are the hosts of Two Beers In, Brett Weaver and Monica Ballard. She could totally audition. Yes. I could do all the wonderful voices that I did yes, last the, Saturday when I was filling in. That's right. For my lead actress. So here. if you're going to keep talking, Jason, you'll have to be on mic. Yes. I'm, oh, not, no. I'm not telling you not to talk. I'm saying I want you to talk, and I would like for you to be on mic. But first. But first. The official lighting of the on-air sign. Yes. Here we go. The inaugural. Uh, yeah, really going to uh, microphone table. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Yay, and now Jason is blind. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah we, we, we'll start to. And then what happened? Uh, you're listening to uh, Two Beers In. Welcome. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Brett Weaver, and I'm drinking a hot toddy. I'm the other one of your hosts. I'm Monica Ballard, and I'm drinking a Cellus White. Yes, and that's Jason Paris on the uh, guest mic right now. That's and me. We yep. don't know what he's drinking yet because I Pax is soon will be back. drinking a gin and tonic. I do, that's double. what I usually. That's funny because that's what I usually drink. Really, that's, that's yeah. Brett's summer drink. It's my summer drink. Yes. <laughs> we, we realized that by the second episode, ah, <laughs> we realized by the second episode that uh, Monica was like, "We're gonna have to rename the show because you're not drinking beer." You're not drinking I'm like, beer. you know what? We're Two just gonna in. let's we'll just also keep be a good just, title. Yeah. yeah, we'll just keep the. Title. Yeah, we we're, we're committed. I I put it on the website. So, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I had such high hopes. No, it's like, it's like a parenthesis and asterisks. We need like an asterisk. An asterisk after the title of the show. Can saying, you put that in a two asterisks? In a, in. <laughs> it's like two asterisks in. Two, two two beers in may not include beers at all. Actually, we'll just put uh, quotation marks around the beers. There we go. That'll yeah. solve everything. Two Quotation marks solve everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it has <laughs> nothing to do Air with quotes. anything. Uh, I'm sorry. Two beers in air quotes. Yes. <laughs> What's in it? Like laser. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, oh God. <laughs> the thing that's bad about this is uh, those who are listening. Jason and I usually do like physical comedy stuff together and we're right. missing all of it and we can't do it yes yes and his friend pax is doing the do 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 see like it's hard to describe it's yeah it's sort of like oh i don't know how you would describe what that motion that maybe shuffling like, off the buffalo or like like seven dwarves kind of yes you know whistle while you're working ish yes without the whistling so that would be at least somewhat oral Auditory. There's what? a little bit of elbow, elbow movement from some, side to side. Some in there. serious elbow movement. Yes. There we <laughs> go. Attempt to do the Macarena for the entirety of this podcast. Oh, let's not. And you can't prove me. <laughs> that I didn't do it. And Jason's friend Pax is saying, "All right, I guess this is what we're doing now. This, this is our life now. <laughs> this is what I do now." <laughs> well, Christmas is over. It is. Wah, wah. Yeah. No, actually, it's no. like four days no. over now. No, it's not. It goes, uh, it goes until Epiphany, okay? It's, it's going to keep going until I get all my gifts sent out. <laughs> oh, 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 I see. Okay. I see. I, li- I come from a family of performers. Ah. We are all extremely busy around the holidays, and so we give, a, we give one another a pass. <laughs> that that until Epiphany, sense. until the wise men show up with their gifts, it's fair game. Yeah, it, you know, we're good. We're still, yeah, we're still good. No one's guilty for we're anything. We're still good. Yes. See, you needed to go more hippie like what I did. I went hip, full on hippie where I said, you know what? I love my friends and family all year round. And so <laughs> what I try to do is just uh, find the gift that they like and just everyone. give it to them. You and just, I just give it to you them. You just went all up on, you know, like <laughs> all Scrooge yeah. on us. Like, oh, I keep Christmas in my heart. 
The year oh. round. The year round. Yes. But only the Yule Tide. Um, unless I don't actually celebrate Christmas. I'm the old school yes, Yule Tide. Yule Tide, all the way up until I'm sorry, Candlemas Day. Yes. <laughs> on February second. All right. If we want to keep it real, old school Druid Celtic goings on. Oh boy. Can we? What have I stepped <laughs> please, into? Please. Please. Can we? <laughs> Now everybody oh, can be so. angry with us just for any greeting right. we give. It's that's like right. just that's anyone. Right. Happy Candlemas Day, everybody. No, that's not right. How dare how, you? How dare you take away that away from the groundhog? <laughs> <laughs> February 2nd belongs to the groundhog. Yes. Damn you. Yes. No. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. And here we are drinking all at the same time too we gotta we gotta stop that from happening again why because we that's our bit that's that is true we're like da 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 <laughs> take a drink <laughs> okay. we need so on yeah, to the like, next we thing. need we need sig- signals like need coasters to, to yeah. eliminate this from happening <laughs> yeah you're right that, well, you yeah, notice like, i've been keeping it in my hand I bet, uh, part, my oh, drink your, oh your drink my drink yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, who do you think I am? Lucy K? Come on. <laughs> this is the ever evolving oh. thing. <laughs> oh. How many episodes have been done of this particular two beers in? How many episodes podcast? are we in, Brett? Uh, we're 11 episodes in. 11 this is episodes. our 12th episode. And, and, the t- and the second episode goes up tonight. So <laughs> what, I, I, I like to say we were banking them. We're, What's the website? Uh, it is uh, weightlesspod.com. Hmm. forward slash two beers in all right and there you will find i need to you know and which reminds me are you gonna cross promote i'm cross promoting the (laughs) shit out of it because jason did a podcast for five for five (gasps) excellent and now i have to find those files to be able to mix them down (laughs) so that we can do it year ago more yeah, than a year ago it was a year ago but that, hey but you know my most difficult version of that is the one that i put up right which is with jesse uh dangerously rapper uh halifax legend rap legend is that a thing yes it is <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know i'm sorry <laughs> Just uh, jason uh put your hand up if you performed at south by southwest North by Northwest. No. <laughs> I performed at South. There's Just only saying. one of us with his hand up. At, at, you can't f- prove that. At this 50, is a podcast. At 50 years old. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. At 50 years old, I get to be a white guy hype master for, right. <laughs> for a rapper. And basically it went like this. Uh, hey, Brett. Hey, Jesse, what's going on? Uh, you know, I know you do the anime stuff. Yeah, yeah. How are you... Uh, with music I'm like I'm good and he goes uh, will you be my hype master at South by Southwest and he goes I know that sounds weird I'm like fuck yes I will <laughs> and how was it it was glorious when was that March uh, March of last March. yeah March of earlier this year, this year. Yeah. almost there yeah very close yeah I'm gonna sashay to the bar and get myself another beer okay. so I'm actually going to be two beers in Okay, uh, uh, pick me up something, maybe uh, Salus White or a Live Oak Hefeweizen right. with, with the orange because yeah, I want it to orange, taste. Because we all need more fruit. I want it to taste like Fruit Loops. Because it does. The, the, the Live Oak Hefeweizen has a slight banana taste. And so if you put orange in it, it suddenly tastes a little bit like Fruit Loops. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Today I learned that Brett hasn't had cereal in a long time. I was kidding. <laughs> Well, not the shitty cereal, right. but uh, Malto meals. Yeah, it's all been it's all been it's all been cream of wheat because I'm 50, and you know. Hey, nothing wrong with cream of wheat. It's either that or bran, you know, because I want to be able to poop like all the time, <laughs> all the time, all the time, Jason. All the time. I poop all the time. I know. I have. <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I'm like pooping. Right now. I'm pooping right Everybody's now. Everybody's pooping right now. That's right. That's the name of the book he's writing. <laughs> yeah. two, two it's it's two poops in now. <laughs> That's <laughs> what. That's a good day. <laughs> oh my Are goodness! You, hey, Brett, how's your day I'm going? Well, really I'm two poops good. in, so <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. Fantastic. Mm. Um. No, I was just no. It's okay. 
Uh, you know what's funny? I can edit any of this, so that's what's what's good about it. Monkey farts. Hi. Monkey farts. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I like all of those. Uh, I, I, if if I understand correctly, maybe I'm not correctly, but you've been doing more music, right? Have you been starting to perform more? Um, so that's going to happen. Okay. Um, I am potentially going to be leading the band I was previously just the background singer for. Okay, not We're the drinks. Have all new music, not the right, not the drinks. Uh, that's what the was previously hard for Defiant. We became Ivy Wild, but we never played a show as Ivy Wild. The lead singer who had all the songs left. Get on mic. Huh? Get on mic. Get on mic. <laughs> Hi. Uh, we had all the songs that were his, so mm-hmm. he's the lead singer. He had all the songs, and he went away from the band. Mm-hmm. I'm going to basically take over as band leader and write totally new songs, and um, perhaps in a totally different style, but we have a lead guitarist and a drummer. Okay. And I will be playing bass? something. Probably bass. Or I might switch to keyboards and we might get another bass player. Mm. Or I might do rhythm guitar. Or I might switch it up. Um, I like everything that you do. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, And then also... You could say that I'm your biggest fan. What's that? I said you could say I'm your biggest fan. (laughs) That's true. Um, I think she just recently surpassed you for amount of listens on SoundCloud. Awesome. Only recently. Awesome. Um, But I'm going to make Sodavice what used to be my all-encompassing music thing. I'm right. going to make that only my chiptune stuff. I'm going to pull back all my other music into my name, Jason Paris, again. Okay. Make another thing with that. No and courtesy then, flash? No courtesy flash. I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> Although I may... I've thought about redoing that whole album, or at least parts of or the good parts of them, mm-hmm. um, with the chiptune aesthetic. Yeah. As just the thing. So if, if people wanted to, to hear your stuff, is it all on SoundCloud? Right now, only my um, Sodavice stuff mm-hmm. is available on the SoundCloud. So it's soundcloud.com slash Sodavice. Okay. All one word. That's S-O-D-A-V-I-C-E. Um, I do have a Sodavice.com that is, in current, that is still all my music. But mm-hmm. at some point in time, I'm probably going to see if we can adapt that back to just being a chiptune personality. Cool. And then just because it, it's just getting, it was getting a little weird. Like I was like, I'll perform out like this. But if you go to my SoundCloud, there's a like mixed mash And of they're music. like, what's that? And it, I had no idea what to present. So I thought maybe I'll just pull back everything that isn't a personality. And if I come up with new bands or new you know, musical projects, I can then filter all that music into that SoundCloud cool. or whatever. Right. Um, so have you scored any of that music? Scored any of the music? Like scored any of your tunes so that you can hand it to? Oh. Or, or is it a thing that other musicians go, no, just listen to it and you can get it? Yeah, I haven't like uh, written a score out for people like a lead vocal track or, or I can't remember what they call that now, but where they actually have it written out. Here's the the lyrics with the melody line right. written up. Uh, I know that you sometimes have to do it for copyright purposes. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, this is all still <laughs> early on, um, and we're also uh, Pax and I are working on a new project called uh, Launch Party. So this is a new thing. Um, we're going to be doing a puppet show on YouTube, and it's going to be um, it's called Launch Party because there's an astronaut involved, and this is where Drather Not, my old moniker for years ago, I remember comes to play. It. So Drather Not's the astronaut doesn't want to go. Happy Kaiju has always been her thing, awesome. and so you're going to have a little monster puppet for her. They're having a party for him before he goes on his launch, but he's procrastinating, right? Mm-hmm. And so the whole season, however long that might be, will be just the party, and other people will come in and we'll, you know have fun. Um, and that's why it's called launch party. And at the end of the season, we're thinking that maybe they will, you know, maybe they'll go on the launch. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll come back with aliens, other characters. Sure. You know? <laughs> um, and I'll be writing music for that. And we might, you know, who knows what we'll incorporate. It'll be kind of like a Sylphanale type thing. Is it like a 10-minute episode? Is that what you're going to do? Uh, Maybe. We've tossed around a whole bunch of ideas. We're going to, we have a garage space that we'll have in this new place. Oh, cool. And we're going to be utilizing that. And then um, I'm planning on getting back out to play some shows next year as Sodavice. And hopefully with the band yet to be named. Right. So, yeah, definitely a lot of music things going on. But Entry Level Media is the kind of parent company that we're coming up with to... Launch party is one of the, you know, facets of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're leaving it open to, you know, whatever we want, else we feel like doing, whatever that might be. 
from podcast to streaming to who knows. So uh, yeah, it's kind of it should be an exciting year. Well, you, you're welcome to to see if maybe I can host it for you on Waitlist. That would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We I'm, we I'm trying uh, to build something right now. So we have uh, we were at this random nerd. It was called Geek the Halls event in Portland. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've gotten like links here. to that. Okay. Um, and we were there, and it was fun. You know, people had their wares. So they're different, like, oh, it's my Zelda wall clock or whatever. and <laughs> Which is great. But then there was this, in the back corner, we saw these magnificent, excellently made puppets. And we're like, what's this? Because <laughs> we have this idea. We, we love the idea of doing puppets, but yeah. we don't know. We, have, we don't really know a whole lot about making them necessarily. Right. So it turns out that the Portland Public Puppet Collective is a thing. Sure it is. Um, because and like, Portland. And we're like, yeah. That <laughs> well, of sense. course. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we kind of soft pitched the idea to them a little bit. And they seemed pretty on board with um, maybe helping out lending puppets maybe or help create some new ones for us. They do custom creations. So, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to add anything to it, to that. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been fun to kind of see that there might be a community that we could be a, become a part of. Yeah, and kind of get this thing yeah. off the ground. And um, I know we're just really excited about it. We're, we're excited about having a space. A garage is an amazing thing. Yeah, <laughs> something I've never had really access to, like attached to the actual house. Right. So um, this this house is probably about the size of your first house, at least one of the UK. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, like 800 square feet or something like that. Sure, you know? but it'll it'll do. Yeah, so we're we're hoping that. Well, we we've can got the one car garage that we use mm-hmm. for for rehearsal space and and the uh, and so EK can work on the comic. So you're good. Yeah, if you want to say anything. You can. No, I was just gonna say we're excited because we're gonna build both a rec room for gaming and for his music, so he can work on that. And then we'll have a whole green screen film studio set nice. up in the garage. Awesome. Yeah. So we're pretty excited about, I mean, as writers and composers and daydreamers and noodlers and comedians, we're, we're just going to go big with entry level, I think, and see if we can use that to kind of at least keep working on the things that we love to do and yeah. experiment. I mean, I've never done anything with green screen, but I'm so excited about it. I can't even, <laughs> I, I thread everything that's available on the internet. I have, I have conflicting opinions myself about how to do it and how it's going to go, but... There is it's uh, going to be so cool. I think. Vegas video has been on sale for two hundred dollars. I've seen. Actually, I have access to Final Cut Pro okay. on my Mac. Okay. Um, and yeah, I did see that uh, some people have been sending me links for it's like Vegas Ten or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, it's 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 all. I mean, that's why it's called entry level media mm-hmm. because the idea is that we're we're all kind of starting now. We don't. I mean, I obviously know a lot more about music writing than right. this, but this is not going to be the focus necessarily. It'll just be a feature. But are you going to write scripts or are y'all going to? Okay. Good. Yeah, write scripts. I mean, there might be some improvisational yeah. moments. Um, we've talked about doing a streaming channel, and I, I was like, how would that work? We would have puppets, like you know, have the webcams for right. both the puppets, and then have other people play, like, or like try to play one-handed, <laughs> or do a FaceTime, or, or just do face, do it all on Facebook. <laughs> all your streaming shit, do mm. it on Facebook, like mm. Facebook Live for your puppets, and have them have their own accounts. Have their own accounts, yeah. Oh yeah. Or, so or, they, or it could be oh. Entry Media Facebook account right. that goes live, and then have yeah. the stuff show up. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a. Having uh, actual um, web presences for both of these characters as if they're real people or real creatures, yeah. mm-hmm. I think would be really cool. Here in Austin, uh, one of our friends has a emo puppet band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like he just owns. Is that who's that? That's uh, Ryan Hill. He oh, okay. was the. Gu- you remember Ryan? I think so. The redhead plays mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he he helped form a emo puppet band uh, called Fragile Rock. Fragile Rock. <laughs> and they let, let oh me my God. let me this this to me the arc of this is the most wonderful thing ever because they did it and there it's all connected to the improv scene here here in Austin but they just kept doing it and we're getting into showcases and stuff like that then 
America's Got Talent <laughs> requested that they came out, come out and, and perform in L.A. And they went out and no one understood what they were doing. And it just, they just trashed it. And, you know, and then and it took him four months before they could actually say what happened because it's yeah, four months before it aired. Yeah. And, and it was so funny because they were bummed that it happened. I'm like, no, for this band... That is the best thing that could possibly happen yeah. is that these guys just fail. And it was enough to where then uh, uh, NPR, uh, Tiny Desk Concert, yeah, yeah. asked them to come out oh. and they performed a Tiny de- Desk Concert. So, so how did they pull it off with like double the amount of people that you expect people to control the puppets and then people to actually play the music kind of thing? No. Kind, well, yeah. so. <laughs> I mean, you only have so many hands. Right. Last time I checked. No, but. the drummer, the guitar player, the bass player, that's doubled. Yeah. The singer is on. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know anybody who's singing has their own puppet. Okay, got and, it. Uh, uh, yeah. So they have doubles for uh, all you see is the puppet band. Yeah. Yeah, but it's right. not so. It's still that they're that you can t- there's people holding these right. things. Oh, it's kind of like Avenue Q where you can see right. the people exactly. and they're wearing like, like black whatever. No, no, like no, that. no, it's not shadow or anything right. weird yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. We've talked about doing like. Well, I don't know how far we're going to get into it, but um, we talked about green screening the the metal par- parts that you would control, so yeah. uh-huh. you wouldn't be able to see the right, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that's been done before. But I mean, we it, had some ideas. It that. really all depends because even in situations like this, like all the stuff that I read up, because when I I've done uh, two podcasts now, I did five for five, and I've done uh, uh, weightless, You're right? And in all of those, I kept thinking these are the rules that I have to go by. And the people who have done really successful podcasts, they're like, it doesn't matter. Get it up. Just get it up just, and, and put it out yeah. and just work on that. Don't worry about the rest. Don't worry about the rest of it because it will come around. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, be you don't consistent. Have to, you don't have to be perfect right out of the gate. Right. You can have those years. Of Audiences are very forgiving. Yeah. And, and, if and then you, they'll look back at your previous stuff and go like, oh, it was so cute when they tried to do that mm-hmm. thing and it went this, so this terribly. Is the, this, is the, <laughs> this is probably a a really odd jump but it's it's kind of sort of like this um a couple of months back i helped uh an advertising client of mine have a parade presence uh at the chill uh the chewy's children giving to children parade and their mascot is a kangaroo <laughs> yeah so they went out and they and on my advice they bought these these bouncy all things with kangaroo heads on them. They're like toddler's toys or whatever. Nice. They bought three of them, and I had them attach um, uh, sticks to them and sort of corralled them in a way, co- collared them in a way that we bounced them down the parade route to greet little children. So it was sort of like Bunuraku puppetry, where you forget about the person who is manipulating the device and you just focus on the cute kangaroo bouncing in your direction Mm -hmm. and it was amazing i thought this is gonna look so cheesy but the kids were totally like oh and they were they were they were waving and 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 calling the kangaroos over to them and we were bouncing them all over the place and people thought they were so damn cute so there is that that essence of Oh, just forget what people might think or people might believe, and they're they're going to believe in in what you're doing, and they're and they're very forgiving. Absolutely, I think puppet audiences in particular, if that's children or anything, that they're the most willing to have reality kind of suspended. So I think they want to have their you know intellect and imagination challenged mm-hmm. when you're showing them something. You don't want to you don't need to show everything, and yeah. you don't really want to either. That's yeah. And, so, and, you, well, I'm sorry. and sometimes the low tech works for you because in an, in an age where so much is CGI'd and digital and, right. you know, and, and, and rubbing out this and, and discarding that, sometimes the low tech is what really makes it endearing to a lot of people. There's a lot of the, um, I, a big push lately online I've seen is people making homemade trailers where they're using the original trailer audio but they're just doing it all with handmade whatever (laughs) and it's so wonderful because you can just see these people trying to like figure it out but the audio is great right because it's just from the actual trailer Um, but I think there's definitely a charm to low tech like you said Mm -hmm. and 
we could play around with that. We could, you know, it, we could have it be terrible and that'd be kind of the fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that with puppets, except for sure, that actually is the aesthetic that you want. You don't want to be all you know, glitzing, perfectly done. And and we were looking a little bit, I was looking a little bit online about other puppet shows and we're not sure. I mean, most of them are geared towards kids. Mm-hmm. And I know YouTube has been kind of making sure that the kid yeah. stuff is kid stuff <laughs> and, really and, kid and there's stuff, not yeah. like a weird line that's you, know, you don't hey, know for certain but this. then halfway through they start swearing at you yeah. Yeah. yeah um and i don't know where we'll fall on that we haven't really talked about how adult this will be or not i have a feeling it won't be like super weird <laughs> much like you know like i keep going back to syphil nolly because that's kind of the, the only one i can think of that is of that um kind of flavor but I, I would have a suggestion for you that uh, to check these three the uh, Potter puppet pals would be something for you to check uh, uh, and then the podcast uh, the thrilling adventure hour would be something for y'all to check out as well yeah. it's 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 ended but I think that that would be a really good just kind of like a reference well, I think one of the fun things, too, is um, and we were talking about technology and keeping it low tech so that it's interesting. But it's to me like some of the tech that we're getting was not entry level like 15 years ago. Like nobody had a green screen studio in their right. garage. You right. Know? Yeah. So it's kind of like it's we're at a point in history where we can kind of like take those technologies and make them look really basic. And it's totally OK, which yeah. uh-huh. is kind of like I mean, the whole theme he was talking about, like moving forward. And it's just like we're not nothing can tell you no if you don't get too hung up on that detail of it's just not going to be perfect it's going to be you know what you make it and that's that's fine and it's like the japanese say you know like they say even things that are perfect should have some flaw in them to let you it makes it even better to have otherwise you start looking for it or Mm -hmm. like once you see it and you're kind of a good spot with it you're like you kind of expect it um but yeah i think it's it's an interesting medium that we haven't explored a whole lot but we both i've done a couple of shorts with puppets in it um, those oh, yeah. film races that we've done. That's right. And they usually feature it in some way, shape, or form. And she's done some stuff with puppets for it. And she's, she's got theater background. She's directed a few plays, much like yourself. Yeah. Um, and, she, and her. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I think we just like, you know, like the theater thing and the, the, the media thing. And I think we just have the soundtrack and be able to have something I could actually write for. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be, you know, I don't know. I think it would be really fulfilling in a way to... Kind of wrangle all those create, things together. Create, 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 exactly. create. Exactly. And, you know, we don't even have to be all puppets. We could have, you know, here's this segment, like Pee Wee's Playhouse used to do. Right. Where sure. they were like, let's show this video segment or let's show this. Or, <laughs> you know, you can, or they could even be like, hey, come watch this on the tube in the living room. I, you know, I just Chromecast or whatever casted it, you know, Kaiju casted this to the, the <laughs> right, TV. Yeah. Or a special guest. Y- yeah. Or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. And so. I, I feel like, yeah, street interviews, sweet. Um, street interviews. There's a lot of things that can be done with it, and that's why I like the idea of the party, because we could take everything we could do in the house and just make it, you know, something and else. And then edit it together. We could be on, yeah, exactly. Almost like a laugh-in thing, too. Yeah, yeah. like it wouldn't necessarily yeah. have to be one continuing, like, story or shot or anything. It could be a bunch of segments. It could uh-huh. be about like, what's happening in the party at any given moment. But we might have, like, one continuing thread throughout the whole season that we can it's all about. It should be all about dicks. Just <laughs> all about dicks. dicks. A whole season about dicks. Yeah. Veiny, pulsing, girthy, just all the dicks, really. I think that's a that's really a subject matter that we could probably go on. A the long kids time would about. love it. Yeah, what did you think the rocket ship metaphor was all about? <laughs> exactly. That's what they were going for. Yeah. Yes, there there will be deep deep. Yeah, the launch and launch party about, is more yes. like an orgy. Um, <laughs> Treatises written about really by the end of it when the orgy actually happens, no one will be surprised. Yeah, no, they'll be no, like, no, no. well, yeah, so including the children. I think yeah. they'll Did understand a lot. Not expect this to happen. Excuse they were me. like, well, of course the guy's name is Caligula. You would think we would know that that would be the thing. <laughs> we alluded to, to it like, so many times. Caligula was a supercomputer. You guys even watch ship. movies? I don't understand. <laughs> When you read a book, <laughs> God. When you watch the whole season again, you're you're gonna be laughing to yourself like, "How did I miss this?" Of course, of course, they had an oh, orgy at like, the end of this. It's like an M Night Shyamalan movie where you go back and you go, "Oh, oh there's the twist. Right. There were all these clues. There's Why the didn't twist. I get it? <laughs> Everything was purple and veiny. I should have <laughs> I known." 
I should have known. When the champagne cork popped, why didn't I see that? <laughs> I was wondering why I was so aroused all season long. Like in at the end of, weenies. At every, ep- end of just... every episode, they would say, where do you want it? You would think. <laughs> I've never seen a rocket ship vibrate like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're spending a lot of time on this launch sequence. <laughs> just vibrating and gyrating. And they keep showing the astronauts smiling. <laughs> Why is she the sweating? end was boring, though. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> uh, and afterwards, there was smoking. Yes. yes and everybody's, after every segment, there was smoking. <laughs> Why is it? They keep yes. smoking after that. Uh, so during the Christmas show, Miracle on 34th Street, that yeah. you directed. Yes. Uh, ah. With Penfold Theater. Uh-huh. Uh, please tell us what happened on the last show. <laughs> so... Uh, I, I, I had a concert to sing for on Thursday and Friday. So I left the cast to their own devices, sent them a nice text and said, have a good show. Just have a great show. I'm going to leave alone. It's last weekend and I'll see you guys on Saturday. So I came for the Saturday matinee. I knew, I knew two people there at the matinee. Uh, my partner, Ray Sagern and, uh, my boss for the Austin ghost tours, uh, Janine Plummer. So Janine and I were sitting there together, and suddenly in the middle of Act 3, uh, one of my five actors walks off the stage and goes past me and towards the dressing room. And I told Janine, I said, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not and, good. Um, I knew that when I came in for the matinee um, that she was coughing and Nathan was coughing. And I was like, what? What, did Oprah come in and give everybody a f- <laughs> flu or something? Hey, you get the flu, you get the... But uh, she had a virus. Sarah, Sarah Marie had a virus. And she was going to try and get through the show. She was going to stay there between shows. Someone was going to bring her a taco, pour a queso down her throat. She was going to be fine. We were all laughing and joking about it. So she disappears during the middle of Act 3. I go backstage. I go to hold her hand, and it is ice cold. And the rest of her is sweating. Oh, boy. <laughs> And I said, what can I do? What can I do? And she said, well, I've, I've texted my husband. And I said, okay, where's your script? I'm gonna take your script. I'm gonna keep turning the pages. If you come back on stage, just swoop past me. I'll be sitting in the front row. Just pick up your script. I'll be on the right page. And I came back, sat in the front row, and the other four actors had it. They totally had the show. Now, Granted, it's a radio play, yeah. right? But still, Julie Lennard, God bless her, was doing all the character roles, and Lindsay, my stage manager, thank God we gave her a mic. Yeah. She was doing all, all of Doris's lines. Fantastic. And they took and ran with the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. But we realized that for the evening show, we couldn't operate that way someone would have to fill in for Sarah Marie so it was decided that I was going to fill in for Sarah Marie (laughs) since I'd been working with the show since July and I knew all the blocking and I knew all the places in it it just took a little bit of review for me so I raced home put on a 1940s dress came back Put on the wig and it is as she does. And yeah, like the, and you do what you got to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. the show must go on. And we didn't make a big deal out of it. We didn't. They, we talked about do we want to mention before the show? You know, filling in for Sarah Marie Curry. No, no, it's like no, 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 no. Don't draw attention to it. Just refer to me as Sarah Marie or Monica. Or it's just gonna, it doesn't it's gonna matter. Go, don't make a point of it. I say you change your name every sentence. <laughs> it's a different name. All right, Monica. All right, Sarah Marie. All right, And Florence. I basically like, did what? a Sarah Marie impersonation right. of all the characters that she so artfully developed. Like her judge was from New England. Oh. And was sort of like a cat, uh, a, like a Kate Hepburn type of thing. Yeah. That's That sort of thing. And that- all I had to do was think of the Pepperidge Farm guy in my head. <laughs> And I, I, I could do that judge, and it was, uh, it was no problem there. And Doris, Monica Ballard remembers. <laughs> and um, uh, the only difference was uh, that her elf was a little bit more high pitched. Yeah. 
Um, and mine, mine was a little bit more gruff. And, and when I, I warned everybody beforehand, I said, I, I tried out some voices and I think this is going to be my elf voice. And they were like, oh, your elf has seen shit. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, I've been, I've been around the workshop a couple times. He was part of the lollipop guild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, Saturday nice. show went off without a hitch, and um, it, was, it was tremendous. And it was, it was really like a great Christmas gift. I mean, God loves Sarah Marie. I love her. I'm sorry she got sick. I'm <laughs> love sorry. her to death. I'm sorry she almost safe. blocked out. I'm sorry she almost blacked out during the during the matinee, but to be able to perform with that ensemble, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, and to step in that in into that role was was really a gift that I did not expect. Yeah. And and was happy to do it. And it was it was really a testament to the ensemble nature of that group. Yeah. For them to just be able to without hesitation pick up for her in the matinee and and to put up with me <laughs> during the evening show right that well that was something that i mean just watching that and experiencing it and after watching all the shows of pinfold theater the ones that i've been able to i talked to nathan afterwards and i was like man i want to do stuff with you i mean i've, I've done the train shows where we do murder mystery trains mm-hmm. uh a thing the steam train out of uh, uh, Cedar Park. And that's fun, but I have watched some amazing theater that comes out of Penfold, and I was like, yeah, as much as I'm president of Sam Bass, my thing is still acting, and and I want to do like the... They, they challenge you. I mean, the caliber of those performers just really, really make you step up and... Uh, without intimidation. No. But it's still it's still a thinking it's still a, a thinking man's game mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, when we were when we were rehearsing Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and you know I, I kind of approached the show as okay, it's, it's Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. What what new ideas can I bring to this thing? But really, I mean, Sarah Marie said this character of Doris, and I said, oh, she was a trendsetter. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, back in the late '40s, a divorced woman. I mean, come on, she she would have been shunned, and yet she stepped up. She's one of the managers there at Macy's department store. So you know, you need to you need to play on that, and you need to really play on the fact that she's been hurt and she's put up, built up all these defenses. And we realized throughout the script, and we even changed a couple of things in the script. That she always calls Susan, her daughter, Susan. Yes. And Fred Gailey always calls the child Susie. Susie. And at the end of the show, they both call Susan Susie. That's very interesting. By the end of the show, she... I thought it was going to go the other way. No, by the end of the show, she softens enough that she calls the daughter Susie. Mm-hmm. And, and so she allows her to be a child again. And we sort of figure that out through the process. Man, and I laugh. I laugh so hard when <laughs> Susie. So at the end, when when spoiler alert, it's mm. only a sixty-something-year-old spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, uh, when Susie gets to the house that uh, she did, she asked for. Uh, she goes. There's a there's a swing in the uh, there's is there a tree in the backyard? So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out the backyard and see if there's, there's a swing. A... And she and we have the sound effect of, of opening the screen door and it's slamming. And, and and she's got her and the actress has her back all the way to the audience. And as soon as she goes, oh my god, there is! There is one! There is one! <laughs> she's the best. Julie Lennard. Yes. So many talented people in that show. I don't, you know, I I wanted to give you the props. Oh. Because that was such a good show. Thank you. And my father has been visiting me for the past three months. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Seems like 30. He's at my house right now. Seems like 30. Yeah, my dad's. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, he's been getting his. Uh, he he had some foot issues, and uh, since he gets all of his work done with the VA, 
there are these long swaths of time, swaths, 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 swaths. of time. Brent where, is two beers in. I'm sorry, I am <laughs> firmly two beers in. Uh, he uh, he has to wait, you know, for things. He takes an appointment, and instead of going back to Mexico, he's like, "Can I stay with you guys?" And so he has, and it's been fine. But you know, yeah. just like anybody being in your house, it, after a while, you're like. Okay. okay. Love you. Get out. Yeah. I love my father. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, oh, I want to tell you the sweetest thing. That what? It, okay. You will never hear this combination of words happen most of the time. My father did the sweetest thing. <laughs> uh, we were at Christmas Day. I had made a wonderful... That was pretty good, wasn't that, it? A ribeye. Oh, my I made God. A, I made a ribeye roast oh. uh, with... Uh, with um, Almost like twice mashed potatoes uh, and uh, with the, all the cheese, mm-hmm. every bit of cheese. Uh, uh, what was there it? Is no more cheese. That I, there it, is no more we cheese. We know to blame. Now. I don't, you're like, <laughs> I don't think you understand. Like, where did all the cheese go? I don't want some cheese. House, I want no. all of the cheese. Yes. My cheeserator. And yes. Regular Here it is. Yeah. It's a magic bag of holding of cheese, and I just keep <laughs> pulling more. Pulling it out. Uh, uh, I made that, and I made uh, I, I put the carrots at the bottom so that the, the the beef fat would soak into the carrots. So then it's wonderfully. There were, there were carrots. Well, there were carrots. There were carrots. <laughs> I arrived they, too late. They for went the away quite cri- quickly. Uh, we I, had. I was only left with the asparagus. No, no green, green beans. Green beans wrapped in Which, bacon. Which, that was my failure. The, to me, that was the one that womp didn't work. Womp. It didn't work. But that's okay. That's fine. But I mean, there was bacon. There was a lot of bacon. <laughs> that saves most meals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, oh, and uh, butternut squash soup. Yeah. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. So that's not what's important in this story. Uh, what <laughs> is important. Let's talk more about the green beans. Yeah. <laughs> What is important is that uh, my dad tends to be quiet at the dinner table because, one, he's hard of hearing now, and two, he doesn't, he's, you know, just many times he just doesn't know what to say, I would say. Yeah, it's hard for him to keep up, I imagine. Yeah, really smart guy, just sometimes he's like, I'm not, this isn't my thing, so I'm not going to speak up. So uh, there was a lull. In the, the, the dinner or the lunch conversation. And my dad said, you know, I think there's a movie I watched the other day. Wait, wait. <clears throat> let me do my dad. So there's this uh, movie that I watched the other day that I think would be perfect. Uh, I think this would be perfect for you. And I was like, really? What is it? And he goes, well, it's about this Jewish guy from New York that goes to Russia to find out about his family's heritage. I go, are you talking about everything is illuminated? And he goes, uh, I don't know. And I said, no, it, it has Elijah Wood as the thing. And he goes, yeah. And I go, Dad, that's like E.K. and I's favorite movie. That's our favorite movie. And I see him like go, oh. And I'm like, yeah, no. And then I got nerdy about it to where I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to watch. Have you, how many times have you watched it? And he goes, well, I watched it once. I'm like, no. You need to watch it more than once because it's a... As amazing as the movie is one view, you watch it again and again, and suddenly all this other stuff starts showing up, and you're like, oh, my God, there's so much. And he's like, okay, well, we were going to go see The Showman. Right. Uh, the right. Greatest, the showman. greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. And my dad disappears. Like, just goes in his room, and he does that. He'll just go away. And you're like, well, I guess that's what he's doing. Right. So uh, instead of begging him, we just go. So we go, and we don't get to see The Greatest Showman because it's sold out by the time we get there oh, at, wow. at the Alamo Draft House, And uh, end up having, oh, we, we end up having beer at a very large, loud uh, place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we end up coming back home. And when we came back home, my dad comes out. And I, and I was like, well, yeah, that, that didn't work out. And he goes, well, I watched the movie again. Yeah. That's what he was doing because when we, we we kept hearing him laugh. Yeah. And I mean, he was laughing a lot. He was like, ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha ha. And he was like, wow. People wonder he, where my laugh comes what's from. What's he doing? Where, yeah. What's he watching? I want to know what he's watching. I yeah. need to see this movie. It is a great movie. So I've heard. Yeah. From a couple people now. And so. it has 
the the it has Gogo Bordello. Everybody from Gogo Bordello are in the are, is mm-hmm. in this movie. I can't believe you haven't watched it. I know. This is not me giving you a hard time, by the yeah, way. No, I'm learning you. with EK that I don't I shouldn't ever do that. <laughs> it's never me when I say when I say like what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> get out of my sight, you <laughs> son of a bitch! It's never it's never that. It's always like, oh, you got such an opportunity. Then this is a wonderful movie. Okay. Um, uh, but but uh, Elijah Wood is fantastic in it. But Lionel Hutt, lead singer of Gogo Bordello, is fucking awesome in this. Uh, just him being how he is, and he shaves right. off his mustache for this. Oh, I. Uh, she told me about a different movie uh, just recently. I just wanted to mention it real quick so I could not forget later. But right, um, it's The Sound of Noise, right? It's a Swedish film. Yeah, there's a Swedish film called Sound of Noise, and it's all about percussion and about people doing like these almost like flash mob percussion things where they just like I know you have to see it. Okay, I don't want to give too much away. Okay, but it's. Um, it's one of the more fantastic movies I've seen this past year, mm. and uh, it's uh, it just kind of reminds me of what film can do. Yeah, um, you forget. Yeah, it's just it's it's like part music video in some places. <laughs> it's really interesting. But anyway, uh, yeah, I've been wanting to see great movies for a while. I actually saw The Greatest Showman. Did you end up seeing it? Yes. Yeah, okay. we saw it last night. Okay. Wait, we were not, but we don't well, talk we, about it. Right, we don't. But talk we about don't it. talk about. We it. don't talk about it. Why not? The, well, because we're not about pop culture here. Ah. Uh, yeah. Though I will but say, we, we can talk about the experience. <laughs> yes. They the, emailed me today and said, "Hey, you bought tickets for our theater, and tell me what the tell us what the experience is like." And it's kind of like one of those things, like, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Because you're not." <laughs> Well, Was you're Alamo? not you're not Alamo Draft House. That's uh, what it is. Yes. You think it's about serving food while you're watching the See, movie. I've tried to explain it's this to not so that. many people in Portland about because they have food in some of the theaters mm-hmm. and people are like, "Well, what's the difference?" It's like I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." They do like stuff beforehand. They do theme nights. They put on like, you know, they they show you were watching Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. We're going to show the original BBC show while you're waiting to watch that. We'll have. Right. The, you know, gargle or what's that? Pangalactic gargle blaster, gargle blaster as one yes. of our drinks, <laughs> and and it's just like it's an experience, like it's a whole thing. And the the food system, if we're going to talk about that, mm-hmm. is just way better because you don't have to go to the concession line and potentially right. mention it. You right. just put yeah. in a little piece of paper and yeah. they come by. Yeah. And I have never seen anyone else do that, despite of how many like wonderful boutique theaters are in Portland. Right. I'm like they're not getting it right. <laughs> like this is this is the thing I and I talked to her about. She's what? never been to Draft House. Hint hint. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so y'all are going well, tonight, I, <laughs> right? I and think I think Brett nailed it last night when we left, and I, I was like, I can't put I can't put my finger on what the difference is. It's just I don't know. It just seems too elite. It's too it's too hoity toity. And he said, No, it's a passion for movies. And I was like, Ah, yeah. that's it. That's absolutely. Draft House it. has a passion for movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. They don't they don't they don't show movies. Yes, they make money. Yes. And, and oh no! And the and the uh, and the and I'll even say that the cuisine's not as good as it used to be. I don't I don't think their menu is as good as I it don't used think to no, be. That's too bad. But, but still, the experience. They are passionate about movies enough to where the pre-show. It's not about selling Coca-Cola. It's about like for the the thing that Ek and I always point out is that like when the original Spider-Man came out. Uh, they showed the Turkish Spider-Man and <laughs> and the Japanese Spider-Man as a pre as a preview before that you get right. in. Like I mean, three minutes beforehand. When when they did stuff. when they did uh, the latest Thor Ragnarok yeah. movie, they did a total a whole previously on Marvel movies, and it get, it through they, the whole they caught you up. They, they helped catch you up to right now. And, uh, yeah, I had some friends come in from North Carolina, and I said, we're going to go to Alamo Drafthouse to see Wonder Woman. And they said, well, the, the film doesn't start until 7.15. I said, oh, no, 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 no. You don't arrive at 7.15 to see the film. You arrive half an hour before yeah. to see the pre-show. And they had absolutely no concept of what it was that I meant. And, in fact, we missed the first night that we were supposed to go because it, because they said, oh, no, we can still... I said, no, 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 you've spoiled it now. No, <laughs> no, we can't go now. 
will have missed you the pre-show. You've ruined it. Thank you. Thank and that's you. and that's <laughs> that's what they do. And then they go, oh, and we have good beer, and we have. So then there's all that other stuff. And I mean, and I've gotten down to now, honestly, where now if I go to Draft House, give me a popcorn and an iced tea, please. <laughs> you know. And then they're giving me an endless bowl of popcorn if I want it. I mean, I can pretty much only eat one, but. <laughs> You know, that's like I'm hurt myself if I do more <laughs> really, than that. Yeah. But but then it's in the price range that I'm looking to do. It's like right. they still got you set up to where you, you don't have, but you can easily spend too much money. Oh sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But still, the experience is just it's it's remarkable, and and by that I mean it is worth remarking on as yeah. opposed to so many other places that think they're doing the same thing but they're not. Yeah. The place that we went to, they had two levels of service. So they had this super, they had the the elite. <laughs> they had the elite well seating, which is what we got, which means that you get to sit down on the, the first three rows. And then there's the elite plus, which then has waiters that come yes. oh, okay. for you. While, while elite, which I'm going, wait. If this is the elite, I'm standing at the bar and I go, if this is the elite, there should be no elite plus. There's no <laughs> plus. And she goes, well, you know, it's like you're going to Starbucks. I'm like, you see, you're making a mistake right now. <laughs> Doing and equating us, you, with Starbucks because I hate Starbucks. And no, don't tell me large in three different languages is the different sizes of your drinks. That's not the way it works. It's, right. You know, and so I could see she was like, oh, yes. God, also, you're one of those. There was, no, there was no clear explanation. It was our first time in the theater. We walk in, and there's really no, there's no, this is where you go, this is what happens kind of explanation. It was totally unclear to us. It was kind of like, oh, I have this text that says we have tickets but where do we go? What theater is it? Uh, no one ever checked no, us. No one. No one ever checked. <laughs> we our... literally could have walked into that theater and sat down. And sat down. Sat anywhere, even in the premium elite seats. Yes. Maybe. No. no excuse me. Elite plus. Elite plus with the with the pillows and blankets. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. They had pillows and blankets. Pillows and blankets. What do they expect you to do during a film? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take really? a nap. I'm going to take a nap watching The Greatest Showman. Like, because that's a great way to make you watch. that's a great way to watch a film. I mean, if, yeah, it, it felt like the that those seats that you're paying for was sort of like, like you know, the seats in, in, the, in the film Wally. Right. <laughs> Where you sit there and everything is brought right up there to your face and you just... You know, of course, there was a great moment afterwards. We we stayed through the credits because I'm like, <laughs> who's the super? You know, who? How does he become a superhero? Because that's isn't there. Yeah, there's we, not even one a, after credit sequence. Be, we thought there'd be a special piece with Barnum at the end where you know. <laughs> we don't know. No. You know. We're spoiled by Marvel. Yeah, it's true. They, every single movie I've seen recently, I feel like has a after the credits. <laughs> Which thing. I love. Which but is great for, and it's also great for the. Crew, right, because right. they get sure. a chance to potentially be seen by someone. exactly, yes. you know, exactly. Those, like, but what was great was once we got done <laughs> and we get up to leave, we're the last two to leave, yeah. except for one guy who's I'm guessing had to do repair on one of those Elite Plus chairs. But it really looked like a big dude just ripping a chair <laughs> off, out of the floor. He's just like, <laughs> and I'm going. You're really, when they tell you to take your seat, they're not kidding, uh, are yeah, they? Sure, these aren't folding chairs. <laughs> and he's laughing. And <laughs> just picks the back of the chair up and walking away with it. I'm like, how much did you pay for that? <laughs> is that the diamond? <laughs> yeah, this is the Elite Plus Plus. Good. You get to take the chair with you. <laughs> wow. That's an experience. It's, it's like a movie and a recliner. <laughs> you know what? Wow. Really, this is just. You a get the movie, the show, and the recliner. It's, it's less a movie theater and more a furniture showroom. And so he's getting the unboxed version <laughs> right. to take home with him. He's like, I'm taking this home. I paid $2,000 to watch. Say, it was sorry. an okay movie, but I fucking like this chair. <laughs> I'm taking it with me. The greatest showroom is what it should have been called. 
the last recliner. Tax is leaving. <laughs> no. Okay. Drink. Uh, actually, I'll have another Live Oak Hefe with it at Live Oak Hefe Bison. Yeah. Austin will know. He was just here. I'm, I'm good for right now. I have, a, I have a spreadsheet to do when I get home. Right. And we don't want to make questionable food oh, choices. Oh, man. I can't wait to go home and work on the spreadsheet some more. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that kid in that commercial. Remember that commercial from way back? It's like, when I grow up, I want to file all day. Yeah. <laughs> I want to file all day. <laughs> it's, it's like that. I want to make french fries. <laughs> well, was that? I can't remember what that was for. Uh, it was for Monster.com. Oh, right. Wow. I that because I'm middle management. Advertising. That's right. <laughs> like it's Adam. <laughs> oh, that's oh. right. God. <laughs> oh man. I'm uh, I'm doing a. Uh, I don't think this is pop culture since I'm not very popular. But uh, what? <laughs> I I got the uh, the best casting uh, uh, for next year uh, for for a well actually this is a live action uh, uh, dub to English. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the name of the show is, so I don't have to. W- and I haven't signed an NDA yet, so I oh. I don't have to announce. <laughs> but uh, uh, I have been asked. To play a thousand and no, a thousand year old ring. A thousand year old what? Ring. Ring. A ring. That's gained sentience. Okay. And I was like, wait, this is it's a thousand and he goes, Yeah, and I said, Oh, I know what this means. And he goes, What? I go, it means that the uh, on the on the script it's gonna say mouth not seen. That's my favorite thing <laughs> in the whole world. As an actor. Mountain as, not seen. No, no, mouth not seen. Mouth not seen. Which means I don't have to match up with anything. Oh. I can just be an actor, you know? So That makes total sense. Those are the times you can potentially uh, improvise, I, yes. I assume too. Yes. I promise you, I always do. <laughs> but but always with the question, hey, can I try one more? Right. I always like, hey, can I try one more? Damn, I was like, I, I was thinking about anime, and I, um, I was just showing her the uh, the reboots of the Evangelion ah, movies, which I'm or, not a part of. And I was gonna say, what happened there? That just didn't happen. <sighs> I know. Also, Ray is not the same. No, that would been that would have been Amanda Wynn. Mm-hmm. Um. I was never asked. Amanda Winley. Yeah. Uh, I, I was never asked. Uh, and I know what that story is, but I choose not to talk about it. Ah. So. Uh, yeah, I brought it up. Yeah, <laughs> no. But but what I did get instead was Evangelion. Uh, not even. Try again. <laughs> uh, was Attack on Titan. Ah. Yeah, they didn't, really they didn't cast me for that, but they did cast me for Attack on Titan. So I think maybe it might have been a little bit of a thank yeah. you. Yeah. Do you know anything about the animated series Shadow Machine? No. Because uh, the one of the executives for that show uh, asked me for a script. I made a pitch back in October for a sitcom series and got some feedback and they said, we'd be very interested in seeing a script for this concept. And I'm like, Holy shit, now I have to write a script. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's apparently on the staff of, of an animated series called Shadow Machine. Huh. Well, now I'm going to have to go look it up. There you go. Me yep. too. Yep. I keep forgetting that I, you know, I, like, I know what our rule is, and I'm like, and I saw it. No, we're not talking <laughs> about that. But you know what I, no, 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 no. What's, <sighs> what's, so what else is going on? I think we're, I mean, we're close to being done here. In fact, we're right at one hour. Come on, I gotta write a half hour sitcom pilot. (laughs) Well, if you need any help with that, all right. I'm good at throwing out ideas. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I think that's gonna take the place of the other project that I was working on, which was another, another train mystery show. Oh, really? To make it an even dozen. And, <laughs> you know, plus it was a really good idea. And I was really kind of like, oh, I'd really like to see that, you know, 
so, come, to, come to life. So Monica has written uh, the, these Mystery Train shows. She's written all of them, right? Eleven. 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 And, and every time, it's like Godfather 3. Every time she thinks she's done, yeah. they pull her back they in pull again. Me back in again. And, and I keep thinking, I don't want to do it anymore because if you're not writing it, I kind of don't want to do it. Right? And, right? and then they pull me back into it. <laughs> she, this last one, she was like, Brett. And I was like, and it's not that it, it's really not a complaint. It's just me going, this was fun and it's good. But trains have an enormous amount of rules. There's so many rules. Oh God. And and it's a and it's a a little bit of it is a justice thing for me or not not a, no it's not justice. It's um um not I I, I want to say equality but what's the actual word I'm thinking of? Equity. Yeah. I want I want sweat equity. Yeah. I want. I want the respect to go both ways on these things. To, that for the people who drive the train to have the same respect for us as we do for them. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I know. So, <laughs> Which is the reason why I go, I'm ready to step away. I'm ready yeah. to do something else. Yeah, but then as artists, we get this idea and we go, oh, that would oh, be really cool. That would be so cool to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and I feel the same way about anime, by and the way. Oh, where okay, I'm like, all right. And yeah. therein lies the um, the pull. Like I was ready to be done. I was ready to be done with anime. Yeah. And the the person who called. And they go, you could be a ring. You could be a ring. <laughs> you, could, you could record at your house. God, I can't wait. I'll just send you the lines, and you can just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. And it was funny because the person who called was the casting, was like the scheduler. Yeah. And it was someone I wasn't expecting to hear from. And I was like, hey. And then I asked more questions and the the scheduler like, well, here's the director right here. Why don't, Mm. and then I'm talking to the director. (laughs) God damn it. But there was no audition involved. There was no audition involved. And that's how you like it. I do like it that way. (laughs) Well, I just want to be, you know. It's not that I have a problem doing auditions. What I have a problem with is when it's like a cattle call. And I've been doing this for 22 years. If you don't know what it is that I do, dude, like, just look me up on YouTube, goddammit. And you can just go, okay, I see what he's doing. Like, I I mean, and I don't mean it. That's like, not it. It's, yeah. I mean, yes, it's put on me. It's put on me like an ego thing. But part of it is just me going, come on, do like three seconds of research and you'll see, oh shit, he's done some things. And look, people have a good, and he's good at what he does. And he shows up on time. And he puts out a good product. <laughs> it's not like, and he's not difficult to work with. My only holdback is don't make me think like I'm coming to scrape for you to come work. Because I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me something that's interesting or pay me really well. Because I am a whore. I know that. We're all whores. It's just, a, it, we're just talking about price now. That's right. And, and, and Or promise you pie. Yes. Tell me there's pie. That's all I had to do for, to cast Brett for his first show with me. He's like, filled out the application. And, and, and in the thing, and any questions? Read, and I go, will like, there be pie? Will there be pie? And I, damn it, I showed up with a read through. With, with pie, pie. <laughs> and it turns out he it doesn't out. even care for pie no. all that much. No, nope. I'm okay with pie. All right, the pie is a lie. Well, that's <laughs> the pie is a lie. <laughs> I think that's a perfect stopping point right there. Excellent. Yes, you've been listening to for this last hour to uh, two beers in, and now I'm on my third beer, which is Live Oak Hefeweizen. That's why we're stopping. Ooh. Yeah, because I'm like shit. We better stop. Yeah, my second beer was a live oak hefeweizen, and I'm gonna stop there before I made some, before I make some poor food choices, <laughs> as we which, do, which we have a tendency to do. And that was Jason Paris, and he's still. Ha- are you on your second? Uh, third, second, third, third gin and tonic. So it was also time for me. Yes, <laughs> to not be on this podcast. Pax, anymore. what were you drinking? I was also drinking the Live Oak Cup of Ice. What do you your think? Your recommendation. It's good. Yeah. He almost yeah. put lemon in it, though. 
Oh, well, that's okay, I, too. I have to stop him because I think it needs an orange. Yeah, the orange worked, oh, though, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, the orange makes it yeah. work. Yeah. Okay. Plus, everybody needs more fruit. More fruit in 2018. Yes. Uh, Just doing my best to prevent scurvy. Uh, I, I put this, I, I, I've been trying to put all webs, uh, all shows up on uh, uh, on waitlistpod.com, people know, forward slash two beers in. And uh, also, uh, there is a, uh, the video is uh, a version of this, which is in an actual video, but it's up on YouTube as well, under Two Beers In. And uh, we want you to contact us, comments at waitlistpod.com. Please tell us what you're thinking and feeling. I'm thinking and feeling gratitude towards Diana Towner and the Towner family for the illuminated sign. Yay! On air. Thank you. Yes. We feel official now. And uh, a a big thank you to Isaac Scher, who did the opening uh, uh, introduction of us. Yes. Who uh, and and thank you, Monica, for giving me the idea uh, of using background. Uh, theater or background bar noises to go with him instead of coming in dry so you'll be hearing that now and uh, we will be back in two weeks maybe yeah we'll see how that goes (laughs) in the end most of you guys won't know because uh, I've learned to bank 10 episodes so that I can make sure and be ahead of the curve yeah and uh, we thank you for listening and until then we'll say bye bye